BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Lily Jamali. On this Memorial Day edition of our show, we wanted to share with you a conversation that we thought might offer some help as we all try to figure out how to make our way through this moment. The COVID-19 pandemic has forced all of us to find new tools to cope with this unprecedented crisis. Perhaps no group has been more affected than first responders working at hospitals throughout our state. Adam Vischer is a registered nurse at San Francisco General Hospital, but before this, he served in the U.S. Army during the invasion of Iraq in 2003. And he says he's using lessons from that more than ever right now. The idea of trying to figure out what the playbook is or trying to figure out what your next move is is felt very familiar and really trying to recognize what is within your control and what isn't within your control and trying to think small instead of thinking big. I can't necessarily control the big picture. I don't necessarily know what's going to happen next, but I do know that I can kind of prepare myself as much as possible, whether that's like mentally or physically or or just my, you know, my job space, my my local environment. You know, these days that applies to my personal life in the sense of like, is my apartment clean? Have I prepared my meals? You know, do I have enough kind of like food and litter for my cats, that kind of stuff. And then at work that can apply to, you know, have I made sure that all the PPE carts are stocked? Um, have I made sure that I have all the information on my patients that I need? Have I communicated with all my you know, fellow coworkers and kind of done all of the things that are within my control that make me feel prepared to tackle the things that are not going to be within my control. Do you spend a lot of time consciously thinking about your military service right now? I mean, we hear the term workers on the front lines a lot during this crisis. Um, You know, that analogy is out there. How much time do you think you spend, you know, reflecting or drawing lessons from your time in the military? Uh, I spend a huge amount of my time thinking about my experience in the military. It's just kind of ever, ever present. Um, and I would say that the, what changes is kind of how I view, there's this one way in which it's just kind of always in the back of my mind. And then there's another way in which it feels very present. And I really have to be careful about kind of checking in and understanding why it feels present at any given time and, and how I'm responding to it. And what I've found these days is that when I have that experience of it feeling very proximal, I have to say, okay, you know, what is, what's going on? What, 
what's my, what's my mind or what's my body, what's my memory trying to tell me? Because it's saying, Hey, I recognize something about this experience. You know, you're having this feeling now you're feeling scared, you're feeling anxious. And somehow that's related to my military experience. So what's the, what's the lesson that my body's trying to tell me? It's saying, Hey, you're, you're having this feeling, you need to do something about it. Is there something in particular about this experience right now um, coming into contact in very close contact with people who are sick um, that mm-hmm. is that is particularly triggering for you? I know it sounds dramatic, but this feeling of like omnipresent danger that, you know, you now are are dealing with people who, you know, who have an illness, who have a virus and you need to do a very specific set of steps every day, every time, at every encounter to make sure that you're keeping yourself safe, that you're keeping them safe, that you're keeping your fellow healthcare workers safe is, you know, exactly the feeling of kind of pre-invasion, during invasion, post-invasion. Like it's it's that exact same feeling. In your work, uh, you've brought this up with your coworkers. Tell me about how you've tried to message to your colleagues some of the lessons that you've learned and how you think that they're valuable right now. Well, I shared with my coworkers right at the beginning of all this, just as we started to get our first COVID positive patients, and I could tell that the the stress level on the unit was was extremely high. And I shared with my coworkers in a morning huddle that I was a veteran and that I'd been in, in Iraq for the invasion and for the first 11 months, which is something that I don't usually talk about and don't usually share. So none of them knew that, but I shared it because the feelings that I was having reminded me exactly of the feelings that I had prior to the invasion, um, during, after the invasion, uh, the feelings of like of fear, anxiety of this huge thing that we're just waiting for this, sense of imminent danger. And, um, and I wanted them to know, I wanted to say out loud that I felt scared and that I felt anxious as a way to kind of normalize that feeling. And I wanted to tell them that if they were feeling that way, that was completely okay. And I was happy to talk about it. I hoped that we could talk about it. And I thought it was really valuable to be able to talk about the fact that we might be scared, we might be anxious, we still have this job to do and we can absolutely do it. But an important part of that is like acknowledging our, our own feelings and, and not pretending like we're not scared, not trying to shove those feelings down, but supporting each other. Adam, thank you so much for taking some time with us and for your service then and now. It's great to have you on. Well, thank you for having me. It's been great to talk to you. Adam Fisher is a registered nurse at San Francisco General Hospital. And that's the California Report for this Memorial Day Monday, May 25th. I'm Lily Jamali. Thank you for listening. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors. No sweeteners, no calories. In stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. Hint. Water with a touch of true fruit flavor. Water heaters only. Specializing in the repair and replacement of water heaters since 1968. Licensed and insured. Open 24 hours a day every day. Learn more at waterheatersonly.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt. 
whose Fund for Strategic Innovation supports transformative ideas that benefit humanity while protecting the natural world, recognizing through science the interdependence of all living systems. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of The Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.